praise the lord hallelujah welcome to this morning uh knowing jesus knowing jesus is a daily devotionals where we study the uh, daily devotions from holiness revival movement my name is priscilla Kyude. today we're going to be talking about and do god's resources in your course study with mosque let us just bow down our heads for a word of prayer our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, we worship you for another time in your presence. We honor you because you are God. You are the I am that I am, ancient of days, the lily of the valley, the bright and morning sun. Father, we come before you this morning, O God. We have come to study. We pray that you purge our hearts, our soul, our mind, our spirit this morning from every defilement, every corruption as we come before you. Father, Lord God, we pray, O God, that you speak to us, O God transform our life in jesus name we have prayed amen thank you father in jesus name amen you are worthy of all praise you are worthy of all praise we've come to adore you we bow down before you saying you our worthy father you are worthy lord you are worthy of our praise father we worship you receive praise in jesus name amen praise the lord so this morning we are speaking on a topic topic that says undo god's resources and to God's resources in your care, in your custody, with the utmost care. And I'm going to be reading Second Corinthians chapter eight, from verses sixteen to twenty-one. I read, "But thanks be to God, which puts the same earnest care into the heart of Titus for you, for indeed he accepted the exhortation." But be more forward of his own accord, he went unto you. And we have sent with him the brother whose praise is in the gospel throughout all the churches, and not that only, but who was also chosen of the churches to travel with us with this grace which is administered by us to the glory of the same Lord and the declaration of your ready man, avoiding this that no man should blame us in this abundance which is administered by us providing for honest things not only in the sight of the Lord, but also in the sight of men. No man should blame us in this abundance which is administered to us. So this morning we are speaking about handling God's resources. God's resources that is in your custody. What are the resources of God that he has put in your custody? What are resources? Resources are what you need, the things that you need to carry out a project, to carry out a task, to carry out a work. And there are three types of resources, and that is physical resources, human resources, and financial resources. Financial resources refers to the income, the budget, for that project, for that work, for that that which you have been told to carry out. Human resources refers to the people that have been placed with you, people that are gonna be working with you. Either God, if you if we're talking about church now, God has given provided to you to support the work, 
that you are going to be doing and the physical resources, the instruments and the things that you need to do these things. Someone will say, why do we need to talk about God's resources? Definitely everybody should know that the things that are in your possession, in your custody, you are supposed to take care of them. But we still see a lot of things not happening the way that it's supposed to. Especially with the finances, with God's property. What are the things God has placed in your hand and how should you handle them? How should you handle the financial resources? There are stories of people, of pastors using the, the, the finances of the church for their personal thing, gains, to run their own personal affairs, to buy personal cars. There is a story of a particular church, a lot of people boycotted because the pastor bought a car for his wife. The pastor said it was his own money, but the church felt that no, that's not possible. It is, must be the church's fund. People are hungry, people are suffering, and you are going to buy an expensive car for your wife. You know, all sorts of things happen. What do you do with the resources that God has placed in your hand? The finances. It is still God's money. It is still God's money. And the way you handle that money in carrying out the duty and the tax that is that the work that needs to be done <laughs> goes a long way because you will be judged for it. A lot of people don't know that they will be judged for the way they handle God's money. They think because I'm the pastor, I am the alpha and the omega of the church. I can do, I can decide what I want to do with the money. Even when some particular offerings have been given for a particular purpose, they divert it to other means. God will hold you responsible for how you spend the money that comes through tithes and offering, or the money that comes into your group. Whatever it is, the Bible tells us to be faithful in that which was has been that has been assigned to us. Be faithful in it. When you are faithful in small, the Lord of Bible says you you will have more. But if you are not faithful in small, how can you have more? The second one is the human resources how are you treating the people that god has given to you how are you caring for them as a pastor the bible says we should feel should feed your sheep the lord jesus christ after he resurrected came to peter when peter and the disciples they went back to fishing the ones that were fishers of men and the lord appeared to them and he asked peter three times do you love me peter said yes i do he said feed my sheep three times the lord told him to feed my sheep it is your first responsibility that the people that god has placed in your hand for you to feed them not only to feed them with the word though for you to also care for their needs do you care for the needs of the people in your in your custody or do you ignore that sister that has been is looking for money that widow looking for money for or for, for for to pay her children's school fees that widow looking for money to feed, do you ignore? That sister, that brother, do you ignore their needs? That brother has not had a job for like how long now? You know he's out working, the way he works in church, do you ignore his need? The people that God has placed in your care, how do you handle them? The Lord Jesus Christ gave us an example when he fed 5,000 and then another time fed 4,000. The Bible says he had been preaching to them for three days. And they were weak. And when the Lord looked at them, God saw. The Lord did not want to send them back that way. He said, ah, I fear for this people. If I send them back, 
this way that a lot of them might not reach that destination they might perform they might perish on the way why did he say that let's go let's go. why why was the lord why did he care so much about how the people fare because he could see because he cares about them he doesn't only care about their spiritual state he cared about their their physical state are they healthy are they sound or what state am i sending these people home and the lord told them we will feed you that they should all sit down and he asked the disciples how many loaves do we have many fishes and loaves do we have and they said unto him we have this amount of loaves and we have this amount of faith and the lord told them all to sit down and the bible says he prayed for it he blessed it and after blessing it he gave it out to the disciples to go and give to the people and as they gave the people the bible says five thousand men were fed five thousand men do you care for the people that you are this under your care do you care for them or you don't care for them you don't care all you care about is the tithes and offering that they pay you have to care for the people that god has given to you because god will judge you by it and you will be held accountable for that what about the physical things the instruments that is in the church the chairs the lighting all the properties in the church the lord cares about it that's what the bible said he took his time if we see in Exodus chapter 35, when the Lord was telling how the, the things were going to be destroyed, the Lord took his time to name every single thing that was going to be in the temple, the synagogue, the brazen altar, every single thing, the curtains. Let us go to Exodus chapter 35. Exodus chapter 35. God took his time to, to number everything. Exodus 35. He says, and every wise hearted among you shall come and make all that the Lord had commanded. The tabernacle, his tent, his covering, his stages, his boards, his bars, his pillars, and his sockets, the ark, the staves, the off, the mercy seat, the veil, the table, and his staves, and all his vessels and children, the candlestick, everything, the incense altar, everything the Lord called, they were to make with, and he gave them specification of how these things shall be made. And the Lord expected this is his word to be carried out to the latter. God cares about the things that are used in the service. He cares about the offering baskets. He cares about the tables. He cares about the chairs. He cares about the altar. He cares about everything. How are you keeping it? How are you looking after the resources that God has placed in your care? Do you care for it? Or do you just ignore it? Do you care for it or do you ignore the resources that God has placed in your hands? Our key verse is Proverbs 4, 7. Say, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and with all thy getting, get understanding. Wisdom on how to look after the financial resources, the physical resources and the human resources that God has placed in your custody. God's resources in your care must be handled with utmost care and diligence. Otherwise, you may not be guiltless in his sight. The following are the responsibilities the leaders of the church have over the finances and property of the church. Teach members on Christian giving, that they may know what God expects them to do as faithful Christians. Let opportunity also be created for them to give in demonstration of their love for God and brethren. 
to take care of the church money and the property to avoid wastage, losses, or necessary damages, wisdom must be employed in the use of the church fund and property. Those to be appointed to manage church money and property must be men and women that hate covetousness, who are trusted and proven there should be accountability and record keeping. Remember when the Lord had passed, had passed, had got resurrected, and the, the church had begun, there was a lot of dispute that rose up because of the Greeks. They said that their widows were not taken care of. And they came and let us choose several men full of the Holy Spirit that will be able, that will take care of the table because so that we can give ourselves to the study of the word of God and prayer. And they chose seven men, which of course we know Stephen was one of it. Philip was one of them. Several men full of the Holy Ghost. So the Lord said, appoint people that are men and women full of the Holy Ghost, that are not given to covetousness, that do not have problems in their house, the kind of problems that will cause them, you know, to, to be tempted and choose them to be accountable and record keeping. There is a book my father and the Lord wrote about record keeping. Record keeping is something that a lot of churches, they ignore. They don't know that record keeping is very, very important. I'm just going to try and pull up a book, one of the books for the record keeping, record keeping book on how we keep the record, how we must maintain the record. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. How we must maintain the record that God has given to us is not on, on my, uh, on that place. How we must maintain it with utmost care. Our record of everything that we have, that is in our possession, our custody. Diligence must be exercised over church money and property that they may not be stolen, embezzled, misappropriated, or personalized. The name of the Lord is on his money and on his property. You must have shown due diligence. Careful consideration must be taken before taking a loan for church. You so as not to bring the church under disrepute, under the bondage of creditors coming to come and draw the church. And then people will start laughing at the church. God have mercy. To treat church money and property carelessly or embezzle them shows one has no fear for God. And the Bible said that man that has no fear for God, he in fact, his own is bad. His own is really bad. The fear of the Lord is to depart from iniquity. The fear of the Lord is to depart from any appearance of evil. When a man, a woman has no fear of blood, they feel that they can take the, the, the money. They think it is the, uh, well, after all, it is people's money. Is it the only the pastor? They think in their mind, they think, oh, is the pastor is only enjoying it. Let me also have a piece of it. They are stickers of people that have used church money to build houses. Use stolen church money to do things, you know, that they are not supposed to. When they restitute, when they come to, to know the truth and they, they restitute, they tell, you know, and they come back with this testimony, you like, wonder, wow. Do not impoverish the people of God through excessive demands. God wants his people to have food to eat, clothes to wear, and house to live. There are churches whereby they keep on having one project after the other, asking and asking, forcing the people to bring to the extent of the point that people will give and they will not have food to eat. They will not have the money to pay their children's school fees. They will not have anything to, 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 to be able to take care of their needs. Believers who cannot feed their family are worse than an unbeliever before God. It is a sin for any minister to overburden the people of God with financial demands. Do not overburden the people for to the point that they cannot care for themselves, provide for their family, and acquire the necessities of life. 
the people of God should not become praise to their ministers. Their souls should not be destroyed for the purpose of material and uh, 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 ministerial achievement. I want to build Mount this uh, 100 one million sitter. I want to build this. And then you you put the people under the bondage of bringing and giving and giving and giving. Give their own property, give their own land, and you tell them, Oh God is God. Oh, that's you, you have your own land, your own personal land. But you are telling the people to go and sell their own personal land to bring money to, to God. It should come from their own heart. If God has led them to do anything like of that sort, the church must endeavor to pay our workers well and timely. God is a righteous God and will want justice to be done to everyone working in the church from the greatest to the least. Everyone must be careful. If you know you are guilty, I want us to begin to pray this morning, Lord, have mercy. In any way, I have been guilty of mishandling your property. In any way, I have been guilty, O oh God, of not being careful about how I have looked after your money, how I have looked after the people that you have placed under my care, how I have looked after, oh God, the properties, Lord, have mercy. Begin to ask the Lord for his mercy this morning. Father, have mercy. Have mercy. I have not taken care of the people that you have placed. I have not been feeding them. Tell the Lord. Ask the Lord for forgive you. I have not been feeding them with the word. I have not been praying for them. Begin to pray. Lord, have mercy upon me. Have mercy. Begin to ask the Lord for his mercy. I have been misappropriating God's finances. Begin to ask God's mercy to forgive you and change and turn from these ways. You might not even be the pastor. You might be a team leader. But the resources that is will under your care, how do you take care of them? Do you pray for your members? Do you pray for your team? Do you help them? Do you support them? Do you work with them? Do you take care of the properties that you have, the church instruments, the choir instruments? Do you take care of those things? Maybe you are the choir leader. What do you do? How do you take care of the resources that God has placed in your courtyard? Possibly begin to ask the Lord this morning to have mercy and to forgive. Father, Lord God, have mercy and forgive. Today, the people will turn a new leaf. We turn a new leaf. Today, we turn a new leaf from any form of behavior that is contrary to your word. We have not been careful. We have not been diligent. We have not taken due diligence, oh girl, to take care of that which we have received, Father, we ask for your mercy. Have mercy upon us this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We worship you for another time in your presence. Take all the glory. Take all the honor. As we go, go with us and bring us back tomorrow morning by 8 a.m. For as many as have come to you have realized their sin, you have realized their wrongs. Lord, have mercy upon them, forgive them, and cleanse them from unrighteousness. Help them, O oh God, to become more faithful, to become diligent, to become careful with the resources that you have placed under our custody. To the glory of your name, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Father. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me. God bless you richly. Let us share the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.